Welcome to Lessons in Leadership with me, Steve Adubato, and my colleague, Mary Gamba. The programming that you're about to see was taped earlier this year. Clearly, so much has changed since then, and unfortunately, a lot of uncertainty and fear remain. However, the issues and the topics raised in this edition of Lessons in Leadership will still matter once we get through these very challenging and difficult times. So without further ado, Lessons in Leadership. Welcome to Lessons in Leadership. I'm Steve Adubato. We're coming to you from the beautiful studios of East Main Media Studios in beautiful, where are we? Little Falls, New Jersey. And by the way, that is Brian Brodeur. You can catch Brian a little bit after Lessons in Leadership, which is seen every Sunday on News 12 Plus at 10, followed by Think Tank, the podcast uh, at 10.30. And then, Brian, your show is? Tap into TV, 11 o'clock, News 12 Plus. Good. We're just going to be plugging today. No. Uh, Steve Adubato with Mary Gamba. Hey, Mary. Hey, Steve. I ask this every time. How are you doing? Uh, you've decided to go with darker colors. I've noticed I'm that. I'm trying that. I, I went with plum. I think it's plum. Trying something different. and uh, But blue will return for our, our next program. How are you feeling <laughs> about being on television on a regular basis? I like it. The problem is I like to wear jeans and T-shirts and all like blacks and grays. So it, this is a, you know, a real adjustment for me, but a lot of what we teach in leadership and communication is stepping outside of your comfort zone. So be comfortable being uncomfortable, and that's what I'm here to do. And I've said this many times, Mary Gamba refused originally to be on the radio show before we even got on the uh, video side, and she's come a long way, and um, she's a solid partner, executive producer, and co-host. And uh, before we introduce our friend Kika Wise, why don't you tell folks how they can find us, not just on News 12 Plus and on AM 970 Radio in New York, where else? We are everywhere at this point, and, and I'm you know, proud to say I'm that. Sorry, <laughs> when you said you're everywhere, you say you're like, you ever hear that expression? No, I don't think you're I have. You're like bird something. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Oh, that's horrible. That? That's not a good expression. Can we edit that Can out, Brian? Can we edit Brian? that out, please? Please. Okay, great. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So we are on Spotify. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We're all, you're still laughing about that. <laughs> I crack you're myself proud up of yourself. all the time. No one else in my family thinks I'm funny, but I don't really care. That was actually kind of funny. Um, we are also on ROI and JBIA. If you're listening on the radio, uh, if you're driving along, you could log into stand-deliver.com when you're not driving, but that's a lot easier to remember, stand-deliver.com. Who's paying and, for the show? Uh, we have a lot of great people. I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, you Take know. care of business. Exactly. Uh, we have Gibbons PC, the law firm, Prager Metis. Uh, they're a great accounting and consulting firm, uh, New Jersey Resources, Valley Bank, and the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 825. And um, in the studio today... Talk about branding. <laughs> She's got her very special T-shirt on, which promotes her brand. Go ahead. Let's see it. Yeah. Kika Stretch Studios. This is, in fact, Kika Wise, who is the CEO of Kika Stretch Studios franchise. It's a franchise. That's right. By the way, Kika, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I walked into your studio. Did you hear how many years ago it was? <sighs> Maybe five. Five years ago. Yeah. Uh, you may have noticed that was a little bit tight. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, forget about me. It's not about me. It is, but we'll ignore that. For those who want to understand what your philosophy is, what your business is, and then we'll talk about the franchising of it. I hate the the term elevator pitch. It's a reading. Describe what it is. So imagine lying on a mat and having someone gently stretch out your entire body for you. So we help take away the tension that's been trapped inside of your body for years. 
What about people that can't stretch? I am not flexible at all. What well, about those people? I'm sorry, we're talking about physics. Oh, I thought you. I mean, we'll get into leadership in a minute, but no, I mean, very I want to know. When, I, when, when I'm right and you don't think I'm right, but no, flexible. physically flexible. What Let's do you do with later. those people? When you, when you are someone like Mary, who really seriously, she's, yeah. she was athletic. What did you do in high school? Um, well, I was a cheerleader, but I was the bottom of the pyramid cheerleader. So <laughs> Me I really too. wasn't. Thank you. Me high too. five. Oh, high five. I think it was a dancer, a professional dancer as well. Oh, yeah. So, so for Mary and anyone else, what's the benefit? So mental clarity. Uh, you feel more energized. The blood actually flows throughout your body instead of getting stuck. Um, your posture improves, which is the number one sign of aging. If you see someone slumped down, they automatically look a little bit older. Um, <laughs> tension, I just sat up straighter. You right. did too. No, she looked at me when she said aging, which is Most not a Cut that out too. <laughs> Most of our clients come for pain relief, um, just tight muscles that are impending on the nerves. And once they stretch, the pain goes away. It sounds like yoga. Is this similar to yoga So. Yoga, you're holding your muscles and contracting them, which is not stretching. Here, you completely let go and release your muscles, which is stretching, and we move you through the movements. Wow. So you don't do it yourself. And by the way, I happened to be at the studio yesterday while Kika, she has how many different operations Locations, are there right now? We have 11. She happened to be in Montclair yesterday, and I would just say, every instructor I've had has been great. We're not here simply to plug Kika's business, but I'll just tell you, for me, when you do this kind of work and the leadership development work, we do a lot on the road and, and studio work. It is incredibly relaxing. So I just want to say that it's been very helpful for me and, and, and uh, our family as well. So are you ready? Let's talk business. Let's talk. You decided to start this business when you had millions of dollars in your pocket. So much money. I didn't know what to do with it. So I said, let's open a stretch studio. How much did you have? $500. Come on, stop. Yes. Tell the story. So I started with $500. Um, it was either go back to school or open a business. So I took a little poll. Everybody said, go back to school. You know nothing about business. So I said, oh, that's true. Well, let me try it. So I decided to, I was kind of always a rebel. So I said, well, let me try it. I believe I can do it. So I started in a small office that I shared with a real estate agent. And I had a mat and a ball and a Gumby costume. And Gumby, the green character Gumby? The green character because? Gumby. Because I paid someone to wear it and walk down the street oh, while stretching. No. Um, so, For flexibility. Yeah, they would stretch and pass out brochures, a little, you know, product education, I guess. So um, I started with one client. Once he bought his first package, I was like, oh, it's I'm onto something. So I just went from there and never looked back. Yeah, she's looked back. That's Multiple not true. Times. That, that's not true. We've had enough <laughs> offline conversations for me to know. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing about Kika that I learned early on from working with her is that you're a reader, you're a researcher. One of the big themes in, in for the lessons in leadership, not just the book, but the podcast and everything about us, go on our website, tell Mary. Stan-deliver.com. And Kika, what is your website too, just while we're plugging? KikaStretchStudios.com. K-I-K-A. Yes. One of the things I learned about Kika is she's a reader. She read about building your own business. She's fascinated with leadership, development of people, motivating people. Where did that whole thing come from for you? <sighs> Whoa, loaded. So as far as reading about business, I did I didn't know a lot about it, but as a professional dancer and actress, 
I was my own brand. So I kind of learned how to sell myself, like to get different jobs, um, my resume, what can I do at the audition to stand out? So I found a similar experience in business. It's pretty much the same thing. But my first year in business, I just read books about how to market mainly with no money, um, <laughs> how to stand out from other businesses. Um, I knew I needed to know my stuff before I stepped out in the public's eye. And as far as leadership, once I hired my first person, I was like, wait, I'm a leader. What does that mean? <laughs> so it's not just so about you, yourself. you got Steve's book right. at that point, right? To learn so how to be a better was, leader. That was before Lessons in Leadership was out. Right before. Right before. Um, yeah. And then she got Lessons in Leadership. By the way, I just want to say she didn't pay for it. I, I just want to, I'm looking <laughs> oh, for 20 bucks. Nice. It's I been five wanna, years. I've been looking for 20 bucks. I just need to plug Steve. You have to purchase this book, <laughs> Lessons in Leadership. Talking to him inspires me, let alone reading the actual book. Please, everyone, purchase it. Do you notice I don't interrupt when someone's praising me? I know, you were me? just sitting back. I just yeah, sit you're back. soaking like, it all in. I'm like, why is she going to stop right now? I thought she was on a roll. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, it's one thing to have an idea, to have the passion that Kika has, the drive, the experience, the expertise to develop this method, the Kika method. You started hiring people. What was the first thing you realized about the difficulty leading and managing other people who may not have the same level of passion and enthusiasm as you do? The first thing I learned was that they might not be as reliable as me, <laughs> which was shocking. Um, so shocking. I had shocking. <laughs> How dare they not? You don't want to come. How dare they not be as obsessed as we are? Go ahead. Right. So that's one of the first challenges I had. How can I engage employees to care about what I do at least a little bit so that they want to come back? That's an ongoing thing. Mary, let's talk about this. Um, unlike a lot of people, and this is no criticism of anyone on our really terrific team, but Mary is an anomaly. It's not her company per se, meaning it's not legally in her name, but she owns the company as much as I do, particularly the Stand and Deliver company. Do you know when you went from employee to, hey, I'm all in, I'm a partner? Day one. We've been working together for 20 years. Anything, and I've said this to you, whether I was a waitress, because I waitressed for a while, no matter what job I did, whether I was a secretary back in when I worked at Rutgers. You did patient care at I did patient uh, care at, and that's, Absolutely. And, and literally, to me, it's day one. Once you sign the dotted line for that job, contract, whether it's part-time, full-time, no matter what it is, you do it the darn best that you can and you believe that you're there and you're part of it because if not, then what are you doing? Yeah, but here's the other part of it. That's one thing with you. Kika works at this. I work at this. Brian does here at East Main Media. We have to do things to make the Mary Gambas of the world stay invested and those who are the vast majority, not as committed as Mary, get what, invested enough? Right. <laughs> so that's and I actually found my version of Mary um, in the stretch studio world. And she's she's taken on ownership because she sees a vision for herself within it. Um, Did you see that in her early on? No. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I knew she had a great background in HR. She had a lot of um, corporate experience. She started as a stretch coach. Um, but then it came to the point where I was kind of overwhelmed with work. And one of my head stretch coaches, Ashley, was like, I don't want to do paperwork. I don't want to 
help with the franchise. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, I don't want to do like too much of the paperwork. Why don't you ask Adria? And I was like, oh. So I asked Adria and she stepped in. Um, so it's not normal to find people like that. But when you find people like that, you have to, you know, make it worth their while. How much have you struggled, Kika, with it's your business, it's your idea, it's your brand, it's your name on the shirt. Um, me personally, I, I like my picture on everything. I'm surprised <laughs> you don't have your picture on everything. Um, how much did you struggle with the fact that, yeah, I'm all that, but I can't do all it? So I struggle constantly. It's a constant struggling process where I have to close my eyes and ask myself, are you overwhelmed? Are you trying to do too much? Is there something you can delegate? And if there's anything that I can delegate that I know someone could do a better job, example, Excel spreadsheets, um, that's not my thing. Um, so if I, if I find that someone has a talent to help me, then I'll, I'll utilize their talent because for them it's growth. Mm. It's not just a, a burden, it's growth because they enjoy doing it. So I try to find areas that people enjoy taking over. You've had to let people go. Yes. Can we talk about that? Sure. Okay. So one of the things in leadership, uh, and, and all of you watching right now, listening on the AM 970 side, all the digital platforms to our friends at News 12 Plus, by the way, um, thank you to the folks at News 12 Plus and, and all the other great shows around us, including Think Tank right after us at 1030. And Brian, you're on at 11? 11 a.m. Name of the show? Tap into TV. Tap into it. So uh, that was a very corny uh, transition. <laughs> so what's interesting to me is, no matter what you're doing, you've got to decide. And, and Jim Collins' book is right behind you, Good to Great. We've said this many times. In Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, he talks about, hey, put people on the right, in the right seats on the bus. You're the bus driver. Put them in the right seats. Change the seats around. Change people around based on what's happening and where they can best succeed. Right? You're talking about Adrian and others, right? Right. But the really great leaders are not afraid to escort certain people off the bus. You've either escorted or pushed them off the bus. Is that against your personality as a leader and as a person? Yes, it's against my natural personality. But as a leader, I had to learn how to do it. Again, going back to lessons in leadership and Steve himself, I had a private conversation with him um, about a similar topic. And one of the things he said was embrace the fallout. And that's something I'll never forget because oftentimes we try to avoid it, but you can't grow unless you embrace the fallout. So that was very What did that powerful. mean for you, embrace the fallout? It meant to listen to the little voice in my head, do what I needed to do, even if the results would be, you know, maybe negative or not what I would want. Just deal with it and it'll pass. And then I'll be in a better position, which is always correct. Did it bother you? Uh, again, one of the chapters and lessons of leadership comes from the great General Colin Powell, sometimes great leaders... Embrace the fallout. Nope. <laughs> Mary? Piss people off. Yep. That's what he said. They yeah, piss people still, off. Right. You were pissing people off by doing what you needed to do. You like to be popular. You are popular. You're well-liked. You're a really nice person. But if you, I don't mind just keep saying piss people off, but if you do it because it's the right thing for the brand, for the company, for the organization, have you learned to live with that? Yes. Because if I don't, I'm not doing my job. So... I've learned, so I, of course people don't like you, not everyone's going to like you, but now I, I embrace it. 
What do you um, mean embrace it? Come on, seriously. If you don't like me, that's great. Let's talk about it. Um, that came with maturity, though. It, oh, that, it I, came after talking to Steve. It, I know it, he thinks I'm just saying this. Well, that's because more people don't like me. And no. I have had to get used to it over the years. No, that's not true. But oftentimes, Steve will say, oh, Mary, you just want to be nice. Everybody in the office loves everybody. And everything's all, you know, sun, sunshine and rainbows. And, and I'm like, no, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And trust me, I love everybody that I work with. And I can say that truly. But sometimes you have to have those difficult conversations. And if somebody's not going to like me because of it, if somebody's going to roll their eyes because of it, I, I don't care. Or say Mary's a, I'm not going to say any and words. And I really you don't, don't care. care. <laughs> I don't care. I think being a parent helps. I, was I think that say helps that. I was a lot say that. because, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And you don't care what the fallout is. I do not care. And I know you've said wow. for years that I do. I do not care. Wow. I don't care. See, I'm over it. I do not like having a co-host that pushes back. Great leadership is about dictating everything around you. No, I'm joking. So by the way, being a mom, could you do the mom part and then come back to this? You're a mom of? Three. Describe them. So I have a 10-year-old son, nine-year-old stepdaughter, and a seven-month-old baby girl. Wow. How has it changed you as a person slash leader? So I'm I'm learning how to... um, say no more, especially to my <laughs> older children. Um, so it's helping me become a better leader. Um, it's helping me um, have uh, bigger goals because now there's another life involved. So as a leader, I'm really, really making bigger goals. And it just gives me a lot of clarity. I don't know, something about little girls. I don't know who. There is. There's something about little girls that makes you, you know, really step up to the Makes plate. you weak. It makes you. It makes me I'm weak. I'm a weak leader now. I'm weak. I'm very weak. Yeah. By the way, around your daughter, you get weak real, real quick. <laughs> we, should, we should put up. Do me a favor in post production. Can we do this? If Kika says it's all right, yeah. put a picture up of your daughter. Oh, definitely. Oh, just, oh, oh that'll be great. Well, just, Kika touched on something. We have this list of 100 quotes. They're like the 100 best You're going to name 100 quotes. quotes. We got 11 I'm minutes gonna, left. I'm going to read quotes. all 100 of them. But number 41 on this list <laughs> okay, is. Okay, here we go. I know. I'm going to number 41. The art of leadership is saying no, not saying yes. It is very easy to say yes. Tony Blair said that. And you would just hit it on the head. When it comes down to being a true leader, you need to be able to say no. You have to, if somebody comes to you with an idea, if somebody comes to you with something that you just don't agree with, it's hard to say no, but you need to be able to say it. Don't just say it out of principle because you don't like the person, but you need to be able to say it. And now I've been practicing saying no and then pausing and not saying anything after. And not justifying your no. I used to justify my no's. I used to be no. And then it becomes, and I know it's not yeah. really, you know, I know I know it's not what you're going to want to hear, but the answer is no. And you I'm just, just like, no. You just undercut the no. Exactly. exactly. And you say no and stop. I'm just like, no. Because? <laughs> you wait to see what happens? Because that's it. No. Unless, you know, there's sometimes there's no explanation for no. This is Mary Gamba. If you want more leadership tips and tools, log on to stand-deliver.com. That's stand-deliver.com. This edition of Lessons in Leadership is brought to you by Gibbons PC, Prager Metis, Valley Bank, New Jersey Resources, and the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 825. Kika Wise is the uh, CEO of Kika Stretch Studios franchise. They have 11 yes. locations as we speak. Uh, the home base, if I can say that, yes. is in beautiful Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, let's try this. Mary, tell folks where they can find us. 
They could actually, we have not plugged your Facebook and Twitter in a little while. So Facebook is at Steve Adubato, PhD. That's A-D-U-B-A-T-O, as well way, as on Twitter. By the way, my high school friends who I haven't seen in many, many years, it's nice that you reach out, but no, I can't get you a job. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. That sounds great. Thank you for adding that little public service. I'm just being full disclosure. <laughs> Find a job somewhere else. It's not what it's for. Go ahead. Uh, they could follow you on Twitter at Steve Adubato. And then in terms of listening to us, if you're listening to us right now on AM 970, that's great. Or on News 12 Plus, if you're watching us there. But you can also subscribe to this as a podcast on Apple Podcast and on Google Play. Got it. About two minutes left. Ready? Franchising. Describe it. I remember you started talking about this. You read a lot about franchising. I read a lot about franchising and I love it. Um, (laughs) It's a completely different world than small business. Um, It has its own systems, but it's really about selecting the right people to be a part of your organization. So that's what I love about it. Have you been challenged by, dare I say, the quote, loss of control? Because the locations are... You have Atlanta, you have locations in Atlanta. Go ahead, real quick. Atlanta, so two in Georgia, one in Vegas, uh, five in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Brooklyn, and then Dallas, Texas. How do you quote, I'm not gonna say keep control, but there's quality issues. How do you maintain quality with so many different locations? So with a franchise, there's a FDD, it's a federal disclosure document, and it has very strict guidelines as far as what you can do and what you can't do. So it's very easy to reference when someone is doing something outside of the box and then it pulls them back in. So that's the benefit of having a franchise. Do you ever wonder or worry that as a leader, as an entrepreneur, you've grown too fast? Yes, I have in the past thought that, and I was almost there, but then I slowed myself down to focus on exactly what I was doing. And then I was able to really learn from that experience. So most importantly, selecting the right franchisees, I learned very fast what that profile- Did you make some mistakes early on? Yes, absolutely. I made some mistakes early on uh, and I embraced the mistakes because now I have the knowledge that some franchise owners get after 30 years of franchising, which is crazy. Question. Yes. Balance. We don't even use work-life balance mm-hmm. anymore. Work-life integration I don't is know used. What word I, I don't even know. There's no way you could just say work-life and end it right there with a period. There yeah, is that's no it. work-life. Balance. And by the way, you have some help at home. Yes. Would you plug? Who? No. <laughs> oh, my husband. <laughs> Nice. Can we edit that out? No, do not edit that out. I love that. that. not coming out. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, that guy. You know, if my wife were doing a podcast, what about the help at home? (laughs) What, him? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, The dad. Uh, No, so Jamar Wise, my husband, he's really great. Um, Great father. He helps fill in. He's also my therapist at home. So um, I couldn't do it without him, really. Do you, as a leader, as a person, as an entrepreneur, do you, quote, bring it home? Yes, I bring it all home. And <laughs> <laughs> what about, I'm glad he's on. not here. Hold on. Mary, doesn't That'll the book say... That'll be another say segment leader? of Lessons in Leadership. Okay. So one of the other great quotes, Mary, find the quote about a leadership is not 24-7. I, I mean, it's, it's not, it doesn't have office hours. Mm-hmm. Because what Kika just said is she brings it all home. I do, too. My, my, I think my wife, Jennifer, is asking half the time, can you just kind of leave it back there? Yes. Uh, it is hard as a leader... As the leader, to say, no, my office hours are over. By the way, what's the quote? Did you find it? No. 
Oh, There's a hundred quotes on here. I gave you ten seconds. You couldn't find oh my it. My lord. Okay, it's probably on page one. I, I, I should just start on page one. Let me tell you something right now. I'm questioning that massive bonus I gave you this past year. Are you hiring? No. 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 Well, after today, we may be. Real quick. Um, someone says the business runs itself. You say? <laughs> Isn't that funny? It is funny. I run the business. <laughs> no, yeah. my mistakes run the business. <laughs> no, it's, it's, when people say, uh, I've gotten to the point where I'm such a good leader yeah. that the business is on autopilot. Autopilot, Mary, is? Mm, just a, It's a euphemism for anything bad. It's when you just sit, hit a button and expect that everything's just exactly. going to be okay and you don't pay attention to all what's going on and it's just deadly. And yeah. constant evolution and change in the couple of minutes we have left. Um, and I, I've said this before, I repeated this particular podcast uh, that you're watching right now, Lessons in Leadership. It comes from a book that was published, I believe it's been four or five years already. Mm -hmm. So the idea of that, the idea of Think Tank, the podcast, creating this content outside of our PBS program and programming with our great partners, WNDT, NJTV, WHYY, uh, and others, uh, this was about innovation. This was about change. One of the books behind you, um, in addition to Lessons in Leadership, which is right behind you, is Who Moved My Cheese? Do you ever read it? No. Dr. Spencer Johnson? It's a great book, yeah. Basic premise. Cheese is a metaphor for anything you want in life. And Dr. Johnson says, look, if there are these mice moving around in a maze and the cheese is in the same place every time, and they go there every day and that's where it is. There are four mice, short version. There are two other mice that say, hey, what about if the cheese moves? What about if someone decides, the other two are saying, no, status quo, we keep going for the cheese. And of course, you know, one day the cheese isn't there. Yeah. The other two have been trying to figure out how do they position themselves if the cheese moves. If cheese is a metaphor for anything we want in life, in this case, success, is innovation an option or a must? It's a requirement. You have to innovate. I always tell um I have, sometimes I talk to other small businesses who want to franchise and I tell them you have to have, find something that makes you different from the next business competitor. You have to have something, even if it's something very small, you, it, your product, your service can't succeed unless there's something that is unique about it because things are very competitive now and you really need that in order to shine light onto what you're doing. I actually purchased some products at your place the other day. Yes, did no. you? Okay, so let's talk. I mean, seriously, got a minute and a half left. Okay. They're stretching. Yes. They're great instructors, but you yes. all walk out there. Wait, there's the certain... Okay, what are we talking about? We have stretch oil. Um, is that what you're talking about? You got about? the oil? Did you try the oil? I tried it's the great. oil. It's great. So it helps you become It's flexible. your brand, though. Yes, it's my brand. Um, we have socks custom socks with gel inside of them. So you put them on and it has essential oils. It warms up your feet. It's great for stretching. Um, right. So I found other extensions besides the stretching to make myself unique and stand out. And that's very important. Status quo, not an option. Not an option. Mary, let me ask you something in the minute we have left. You thought you knew Kika, right? What's yes. the biggest takeaway for you today from listening to her as an entrepreneur, as a leader? It's a really tough question. I, I learned so much. And we had, we obviously did a phone interview with you probably about two years ago at this point when we first started. It was a long time ago. Which is different face to face. Different, totally different face to face. And just really hearing about how you uh, were 
were brave. I think that's the best way to say it when you had that $500 and said, what am I going to do? And you went against the grain, you created your own way. And I think that for any leader, no matter what the it is, it's so important to just find your own way in life and, and, you know, march to the beat of your own drum. And that's really what I took away. And, um, that's really great. You have great posture. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, when you said, see, and I do have great posture, but that's why I'm not flexible. I feel like I'm just so rigid. (laughs) I ride a bike and my kids make fun of me because I sit all like straight up and stuff. And, but then I think I'm just frozen. Listen, while you're talking about Mary's posture, Brian Berdour is going like this. All right, Right, Brian. Brian. Wrap it up. I wish you could stay with us all day. Kikamer, thank you for joining us. Thank okay, you. Okay, to plug the website again. Kika Stretch Studios with an S dot com. And I'll tell you what else I learned from Kika and, and every other great leader we have. He or she must have extraordinary confidence in him or herself when others tell you that's not the way to go. That doesn't mean being arrogant or being stubborn or obstinate. It means truly believing in yourself, not when you're up, but when the odds are against you. It sounds corny, right? Well, it's true. Believe in yourself. I always tell my wife uh, in the end, I bet on me. Kika bet on herself. Paid off. Keep doing it. Thank I'm you. Steve Adubato. That's Mary Gamba. By the way, I am on, bet on Mary Gamba any day of the week. We will be back next week with another edition of Lessons in Leadership. Catch us on the radio at AM 970, on News 12 Plus, and all the other great digital platforms. All about leadership. Next time. This is Mary Gamba. If you want more leadership tips and tools, log on to stand-deliver.com. That's stand-deliver.com. This edition of Lessons in Leadership is brought to you by Gibbons PC, Prager Metis, Valley Bank, New Jersey Resources, and the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 825. Cancer doesn't wait and neither should you. Please don't let the fear of the coronavirus get in the way of your care. When it comes to cancer, finding and treating it early gives you the best chance of beating it. Medical experts are taking special precautions to ensure your safety during the pandemic. Call your provider or contact us today. Hackensack Meridian Health Nurses are available by phone or video. Call 551-996-5855 to connect with the care you need.